Hey everyone, welcome to Go Live! A sick show awaits you. Look at this insane panel. You know it's at. If you're si sitting there with a browser that's got Rand show, say in chat, stop it, Rand. Come here. Tell Rand to come here. Tell Jess to come here. Tell everyone to come here. You don't want to miss this. But if you're watching and listening on Spotify after the fact, um, hi. Uh, this is Go Live brought to you by Game On Daily, one of the best news aggregation platforms out there, built by myself and Acer for your lovely viewing. We're going to get into this incredible heavyweight panel of guests. But before we do, let me introduce co host, co founder, and co falafelator, Acer. How you doing, sir? I'm great. We get to we get to mix it with these two superstars today. So I'm just going to ignore them. I'm still playing Halo. I'm in the flight. I'm ignoring you. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. No doubt. <laughs> <laughs> Respect, respectfully. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll have to return it to the show for after a pretty long time. But since his last appearance here, he's been making more and more moves. He's going further and further. This is the last time we might even have him on here because by the by the time you know it, he's so big, he'll probably be a president of a small country. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Lord Cogni of the Iron Lords and also now part of Lost Stand Media. How are you doing, brother? Guys, what's going on, brother? You're killing me right now. <laughs> You're killing me. No, no, absolute pleasure to be here, man. I love what you guys are doing. Game on daily. I love that Acer is that, that nice balance to keep the sauce in check when the sauce is a little bit. And then with, with the invite and Mike is here and it's just like, I got so much respect for Mike, the kind of funny guys and all that, you know, everything that's in the community is just cool. And I, I just love the platform. There's a lot of stuff to talk about. Yes, things have changed. Salute the Defining Duke and, you know, my, my wonderful co-host and um, Mr. Matty Plays. But yeah, man, IOP still going strong and that's the home team. Those are the brothers. So that, that always is going to be there. So, but appreciate the invite. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. Super excited. Yeah, man. That's so glad. And I'm going to get touch on a little bit about your endeavors and your movements in the game. But last but certainly not least, there's a man who is hard to get a hold of, but why not? Because he is part of the illustrious kind of funny X cast, the host with all the energy. There's so much energy here that I don't know if we can contain it because there's a. Uh, it's going to be saucy. This panel is insane. Mike, it is an absolute honor and a pleasure to have you on here, man. Thank you so much for joining us. How are you? Oh, no doubt, you guys. Thanks so much for uh, having me on. And yeah, like Lord Cognito said, you're here to balance the sauce. Asa, I'm here to elevate the sauce. Right? I'm going to get it extra spicy. We're going to turn it up a little bit. We're going to get some energy here on this podcast. But thanks to the both of you for having me on. It's so great. To be a part of this finally uh i'm really bad at responding to twitter dms i really don't even answer my phone so you know i'm living that mountain <laughs> lifestyle but i'm happy to be here finally and to be around lord cognito is really really a special pleasure of mine i love being around this guy so a great panel excited to talk some video games with you too no, absolutely man thank you so much for joining us and he is very hard to get a hold of on his dms he's like you're so nice. Sure. You're like, guys, I love your show. I can't wait to come on. That was like seven years ago. <laughs> yeah, that, that, it was. It's true. It no, was. I'm still waiting. I'm shooting my shot. I'm still waiting for IOP Mike appearance. Don't get me wrong. It's a busy man. It's a busy man. <laughs> it's like, Mike, Mike, but the thing it puts you off is Mike's like, I'm 100% down. Like, yes, Mike. Nah, he, he's busy, man. Mike. Mike. He's busy. Mike. That's the whole Mike's still the whole. I love it. Mike. <laughs> 
we have to because some because you're this is your debut to the show and we always ask our new guests one what brought them into gaming with this gaming mm. space as a content creator can you just give us our viewers who may not know who you are a little bit about yourself and your that little niche that you've carved out here okay okay well let, let, let's have a little fun let's let's make a story right now what's going on everybody it's your guy snowbike mike coming to you live from beautiful lake tahoe california and i jumped into the gaming space back in 2015 thanks to twitchcon actually the first ever twitchcon was held down in the bay area and i remember i had been using twitch for about a year because of kind of funny actually you know greg colin tim and nick had left their jobs at ign and i was a big fan of podcast beyond big fan of podcast unlocked and so i was like hey you know what i'll see what these guys are doing and after a full year i really enjoyed what they were doing with the morning show and with their different podcasts and the kind of funny podcast and conversation with colin so i was like you know what i'll follow them over see what they're doing and i really enjoyed everything they did and so in 2015 i met them at twitchcon and it was a really eye-opening experience to go down to a large gaming convention my first one i've ever been to and see so many different age groups and different gamers just having a good time and interacting yeah. with one another I remember we went to the kind of funny panel and I looked at my girlfriend at the time and I said, I could do that. Like, I want to do this, you know? Uh -huh, and she's okay. like, well, what's holding you back? And we literally jumped in the car and made a Twitch account right that day. We ordered up the, uh, you know, the camera for the webcam and bang. That day I was streaming the next night. And from that point forward, I streamed three nights a week into seven nights a week and onward to the point where I was receiving hosting gigs for different shoutcasting events from 2K call of duty to apex we had a lot of fun with and got the call from kind of funny to come over and host one of their big live events i'm actually one of four ever live hosts that they've ever had xavier uh, woods mm. troy baker mm. our guy the one the only bernie burns and of course me so you know it's a pretty illustrious crew that i somehow got entangled with right there That's and funny. uh Sorry. that elevated everything for me had an opportunity to join the team with the kind of funny X cast. Thanks to Gary Witta and Alana Pierce. And from that point forward, it's been a blast. I got pulled on full time in January to that team. So I host their live gaming content each and every weekday after games daily. We do a live stream. We play games. We hang out. And then me, Paris and Gary sit down to talk Xbox every single Friday. So that's been the run. That's been it. That's mad. That started off with self-belief in yourself. Cause that was a conversation you had with your girlfriend at the time. I said, I can do this and that really is a message for a lot of viewers out there who may feel like they can't do this or can't get in the gaming space because this is what game on daily is about really it's about empowering content creators take it from mike and look at the lofty oh station he now inhabits because of self-belief <laughs> it's there he was there at the show and he believed in himself so mike that's re that's really good that's very really positive yeah. you and well done for your journey man hey thank you so much and yeah i just want to double on that that's really well said it's like Believe in yourself and don't be afraid to try. Step out of your bubble, right? I'm coming from a guy who worked in the food and beverage industry for 13 years. I had one and only okay. job from 18 all the way to 30. And I loved that job. I didn't like cooking at all, but I made it the best of it. And I remember I played video games every single day and I said, why not try, right? And so step out of your bubble. Try, don't be afraid to fail and have fun with it. And so whenever people come into my Twitch chat and they say, hey, how do I do this? It's like, Turn on the camera, look right at it, smile, and play the games that you love. And there you go. Boom. That's right right there, ladies and gentlemen. And that's how it does start. So please believe in yourself. They People put mental barriers in there, think that there's you have to do something 
we started off this time last year maybe a couple of months before that we had three viewers uh so like average of the first three shows so you start off somewhere uh, but yeah and another gentleman who is a shining beacon of that kind of work ethic who is ridiculous in terms of how much he has you know I don't know why I'm speaking in third person about you, Carl. You're right here. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you, you have done that and you've read lofty goals. And I'm so proud. Like, I see what you do with Lost End Media. I'm the guy liking all the comments. Like, Cog is the one bringing the fire into the show with you and Matty plays. Both of you are doing great synergy. I did want to touch base on, because yeah. our time time is bad. Yeah, Every time I jump into a party chat, you just cut. It's like, uh, it's too late. You know, now. if I see it, if I see you in UK time, I'm on too late playing Xbox. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's the same thing when I joined Rand and Cold's party. They're like, oh, we're quite late now. What time is it? Then Gaz is awake. But you guys do stay up late. But I want to ask you, uh, Cog, that you've joined Lost End Media. Just a great bunch of guys that you had their person, in-person event. You got your yeah. fans. People want yeah. your autograph. You might have i don't know groupies what's going on with lost and <laughs> media <laughs> Tell me. Look, man, it, it, what is that journey like so far it's been tremendous it's been tremendous and uh again very humbled obviously ilp is the foundation of everything and you know before i did anything i you know i got to speak to my brothers and make sure everyone is okay with everything and um yeah it was an opportunity shout out to mr maddie plays man you know i'm, I'm still truly humbled and pinch myself sometimes because he told me from the very beginning you know shout out to also acg i would be remiss if i didn't shout him out you know that's my yeah. homie that's my friend you know he had things going on so at the time defining duke was looking for a call so to me you know it was one of those situations that i didn't even consider myself weirdly <laughs> you know i just like yeah. okay they, they already have probably who they have in mind so i'm not gonna throw myself my name in, you know in the hat my ring and hat so so to speak so you know i, I just left alone and I, I i got the message i got the message from uh from maddie and he's just like hey man you know you want to you want to do this you want to do this kind of thing so it was super humbling very yeah. emotional you know because at the end of the day you know i've been doing it for a while and you know i'm an older gentleman so you know i, I wasn't doing you know the videos don't, don't look it <laughs> well, you know, black, black don't crack baby <laughs> but, at the, <laughs> but at the end of the day you know i've been doing it for a while and, and you know one thing about me i've always two things i love the most is always going to the events like i said the e3s the packs interviewing developers yeah. that's probably like my first passion and then second is podcasts and, and again I, oh. i'll be remiss of it and shout out addict you know he's the one that kind of pushed me to the space and say hey you know people like what you got to say about so and so and so and i kind of got my, my feet wet but yeah again shooting with maddie and, and then meeting the team everyone has been amazing shout out to colin shout out to everybody dustin the mayor ben smith we did the live event it was really fun i haven't i've never done anything like that before and um it was just really cool really humbling to see gamers come to an event again and just show how much they you know they're passionate about your content and what we're doing and like i was telling us you know before we we went live you know it, it, it's truly cool to see obviously we're the xbox podcast on you know there with defining duke but it's truly cool mm -hmm. to see people come up and say hey because of what you're doing i am now interested in the xbox ecosystem and or because of this and i'll mm. ask them questions hey like what got you in what you know some people would say that bethesda acquisition was big you know that you start wow. to hear it's cool to hear that's why i gotta i gotta plug my little hashtag just one because remember i'm the i'm the leader of the hashtag <laughs> just one movement it's cool <laughs> yeah. to hear people on the other side who didn't 
what wasn't part of the Xbox ecosystem last gen now get interested and because of the acquisition and because of those styles of games are things that are excited about but yeah man it's, it's been a fun ride man still working hard still going at it man but thank you guys for that's that. wicked man no that's good and you're the xbox trojan horse converting people to xbox and the last and media crew i like it i like it a lot but it's really good to see you guys and shout out to all the last and media crew colin and dustin Furman, the shadow broker he shadow broker. is a g i like him a lot um shout out to them um thank you gents for sharing your uh your progress and your history so far um i want to swim straight in the sauce with these topics because this has been quite an eventful week for gaming news we had some gaming lol and then bam on a thursday some uh, major news drops so uh i was uh at the face of a lot of controversial takes <laughs> you think i think i'm gonna stop changing and try to appease people nah i want to get <laughs> the guests though this is not about what i think it's also i'm quite intrigued to get ace's um thoughts on it but if he disagrees with me just know he's wrong um i want to get your thoughts on this mike have you followed this well i know you have but this news about the initiative is now partnering with Crystal Dynamics on uh, Perfect Dark to work on that title. Now that got announced left field on a Thursday and there were two distinct camps in terms of their reaction to the news. So it was one camp, which was my camp, let's be honest, which was, I'm a bit skeptical here because they in their statement say, the teams couldn't pass the chance to work together, blah, blah, blah. We're still early in development. And I just read that and a bit of me internally started bleeding because I was like, I know it's 2018 you set up this studio, but you have to give us a little bit more. And also, why Crystal Dynamics? This is a bit weird. The other camp, though, much more positive, said, hold on, this is great news because there's a lot of synergy between the personalities within the initiative, particularly the lead, and that team and crystal dynamics do great work and this is surely great news and common sense for a 70 man studio mike which one of those sides do you fit in please bring the sauce <laughs> let's bring the sauce let's bring the sauce uh, you know after sitting on it for quite some time we'll see if this gets truly saucy but at first on thursday night i was in your camp right it was a head scratch oh, yeah? i was like what what is going on over with this team? I thought this was billed as a quote-unquote quadruple-A studio. I know everybody's throwing that around. Even though it's a triple-A, yes, we know it was just some <laughs> sort of you know job posting air. But uh, truly and honestly, mm -hmm. you look at it, right? And this is one of the first times Xbox has created their own studios within their portfolio. You know, one of the most recent, they were acquiring teams, but now they created it. And there was a lot of energy going into that. We were excited. We were hoping for something that would compete on the blockbuster scale of all those Sony games. And so on Thursday, you say, hey, this studio is now teamed up with Crystal Dynamics. And you're like, wait, isn't that the team that made Marvel's Avengers? Hell no, I don't want that, right? <laughs> Hell no, I don't yeah. want that. But of course, you listen to the takes, you take some time, you sip a little tea and relax. And I'll tell you, <laughs> by 24 hours later when we recorded on the Kind of Funny X cast, I was very positive on this. I'm really excited, right? I think this is something Xbox has been at the forefront of for the past couple of years where they've been really promoting the synergy within teams, right? We know that a number of Microsoft studios in this large portfolio 
are working together, sharing ideas, sharing development tips. And that's really cool to see. That's exciting to see. And so now we're breaking out of that first party studio. And this could be a really cool little match made in heaven. We know Daryl Gallagher's got a lot of ties to Crystal Dynamics and the team there. Yeah. I love what they did with Tomb Raider. I know we'll bring that up. And so I'm actually all on board with that, right? Tomb Raider, a large, strong female hero. Talk about some beautiful, awesome worlds, some cataclysmic, gigantic moments within the game. This could be, and this should be, a really great match made in heaven. So I'm excited about it now. I'm on that camp now. Okay. Okay. Good shifting there. But had a time to sit down, mull things over, and now have a measured approach to it. There's a little more they can say for myself. But uh, <laughs> Cog, uh, tell me. Be honest. Be honest. Be honest. Okay. I know Always. I know the Xbox community can be a bit rabid now. Mm -hmm. They've uh, been emboldened by the uh, successes of Xbox. But tell me, what was your initial reaction to this news? And what do you think now about it? Yeah, I think I think Mike said it best. You know, it was what, not doom and gloom. It was just puzzling for me. I was like, okay, you know, yeah. I've, I've never seen this before. I was trying to get back and say okay have there been examples of a new studio where their first project right they mm -hmm. initially announced and you know that they're going to be partnering with crystal dynamics or another you know studio so the first thing i set up said okay let me see what's going on here let me do my research on, on that aspect and i understand this the skepticism i do mm -hmm. i truly understand initially but like mike said i took some time and i thought about it and i said okay Who's the head of initiative? And we all know, you know, Daryl Gallatin. This is a man with tremendous relationships, Activision Square and Crystal Dynamics. You know, he has yeah. a lot of people that he knows in that other building. Right. And the way I looked at it is I know the words that yeah, I know where you're at, Gaz, with the sauce. I know <laughs> you see the quadruple A and you like, nah, fam, what's going on? <laughs> I know. But here's the thing. We got to be real. Microsoft never put that out. That was actually in a job post. That's like HR on LinkedIn, right? And they're, they're <laughs> yeah, trying yeah. to entice people to a job, HR, right? But if you look at initiative publicly, when they speak to Gallagher, they speak to the team, they say, hey, we're going to be small. We're going to be nimble. We're going to be agile, right? That's the verbiage they've used publicly, right? So when I see that, that's in contrast to the HR thing that got snatched. And I get it. Yeah. So my whole thing is this, you know, before i go doom and gloom first we have to see how this game actually ends up right but i think yeah, it's yeah. a positive thing i think that at the end of the day you know to have people that you're going to outsource which is a common practice like a lot of the biggest games do outsource you know last of us 2 you name it they, it, it goes on nintendo like it, everyone does it on some level the key now is going to be that no one in my opinion is asking is the square enix side because at the end of the day, how is Crystal Dynamics, who is under Square, just available <laughs> to be yeah, working, that's... right? So to me, again, I don't know anything. This is COG assumption time. Cog, <laughs> please, COG is assuming, right? I, I look at it and I go, if I'm a contract, I have nothing to do. And then all of a sudden they're putting me with another company to make a game that, yes, what we do have relationships with and everyone knows everybody. To me, that speaks to Square Enix and what's going on internally with them, that they took a bag from Microsoft to have mm -hmm. them work over there. That That's how I look at it. But it's interesting. It, it, it's going to be interesting to see what happens 
after Perfect Dark is completed Ooh. with Crystal Dynamics. Let me let me add a little spice into that Let's one really quick. I'll, I'll let you know what Crystal Dynamics is doing over there. Absolutely nothing, Lord Cognito, okay? They promised us Spider-Man. There is no Spider-Man. We've been going on. We started a blood feud from the Xbox and PlayStation side two years ago over Spider-Man, if everybody remembers that. Yeah. And the, we were promised War for Wakanda. That took six extra months. They're not doing anything, Lord Cognito. They need something to do. There's a little Clearly, spice for you. You're going to have a little spice. spice. There's a spice. But clearly, they need something to do. I just think it's interesting that... Because, listen... The last point I'll say, I'll let Ace go, is just that I feel it's like a corporate in business, right? These guys know each other, right? They, they, they know yeah. each other. So it's like if you're Daryl and you have connections over there and you happen to know that there's nothing going on with Crystal mm. Dynamics over there. And who's to say that, you know, the initiative, that's not the way they're, you know, they're going to move forward. You know what I'm saying? As far as with the way they have, like maybe they, maybe they. They, they create a vision right and then once they have a vision in place then they get people in to execute you know what i'm saying but it is going to be yeah. interesting to me because square to me now let's be honest and mike is completely 100 right avengers was not you know obviously they they put a lot of yeah. money into that they thought that blemish. was going to be a big thing right and we've seen this situation with square i believe with io interactive in the first initial hitman games like they have these big grandiose plans of what they think these games are going to do then they don't yeah. do it and now this team is sitting there and i just find it very interesting that they were available mm -hmm. to just be pushed and worked over there but we'll see what happens but i'm curious about asa asa is going to see if he going to bring bring the level to yeah. the sauce there a little bit <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> mitigate the source. Well, mm -hmm. Asa, I don't want to give you free reign to completely sensitize <laughs> and be, make sure do what you do best, which is inform us very well, but then end it decisively because you know the knowledge bounded. But let me lead a little bit here, Asa. I actually have no idea what Asa thinks, by the way, because Asa has one man, uh, one text responses to anything I ask him. Uh, he just says, "Yep." Um, <laughs> David Scott Jaffe. You know, I'm a big fan of him. He says this, this is a bit strange because the vast majority of... Because a lot of people were saying, well, hold on, this is unusual, which it is. But then people would drew attention to the fact that outsourcing is completely normal. But David Jaffe said, don't see this as outsourcing because this doesn't seem like it's outsourcing. Uh, outsourcing. And in any way, he says... But they outsource to outsource houses, not established devs owned by other publishers. And then he also says, and he's completely correct here, these were press releases from both studios that alluded to a collaboration, not this kind of outsourcing. It doesn't sound like outsourcing. Um, and that's where I want to get your view on it. Because to me and why... I, I'm generally not trying to say it's doom and gloom. I'm still pissed that this is delayed. Like, oh, not delayed. Not delayed. Sorry. It's not delayed. <laughs> it's early in development. You've shown someone holding a controller. Phil Spencer's playing something and everyone's defending this. Like, what was he playing? Wireframe the game. Like, <laughs> why would you show that? You've got your kid playing something and then you say it's still early in development. There's no transparency. Don't Some people think they're so transparent in making this announcement. How's that transparency? You're making this announcement that you're collaborating with the studio. It's not transparency, man. Oh, man, I'm sorry. I'm getting this. It's pissing me off because a lot it. of people are so quick to defend that but not ask questions. So my question to you, Asa, 
after you've and i always make these long bloody segues to asking you but i want to get extracted juice out of you source out of you the juice is temporary source is permanent um what You're is so crystal good. dynamics contributing <laughs> what are they doing right. the design work and are they doing any so what's the what what are they doing man hey so what's your take on it man before i lose my shit uh, <laughs> yes like if this was a written exam i'd have to squeeze notes in the margin and just like flick through the question <laughs> what's going on here i don't know um david jeff is absolutely right like this is not normal outsourcing it's something fairly unprecedented something that you don't see anywhere else like a major studio yeah. working with a major studio and Cognito touched on the, the bit that's weird here is that they're owned by another publisher. Yeah. And that whole relationship, right? I don't care that their Xbox has moved across. They're not the ones making that decision. This is between Xbox and Square Enix. There's some weird mm. conversations there and Cognito's absolutely right on that. For me, in terms of the game, when the news broke, I did my usual. I sat at home in my dressing gown with my bubble pipe and I raised an eyebrow and went, oh. <laughs> But um, like you said, you already know, you said on Twitter, like I'm a big fan of Crystal Dynamics. I think they're an incredible studio. And I've said for a while that Crystal Dynamics yeah. are the only studio outside of Sony that have proven they can make a Sony game. Yes. Ah. Yeah, they, fit so the hashtag just one, they fit the template. <laughs> yeah, and like, you're just unlucky. Cog is not third person, eh? I know that's the only thing. But, but what they do, yeah, it is, it is so, that. Yeah, yeah. and there's, there are no other studios that that you could say that about to that degree. To the way that they rebooted Tomb Raider, I know Marvel's Avengers is a little bit more uh, divisive, but even then, a lot yeah. of people like that campaign as well. And technically, it was on another level. Yes. It's one of the yes. best looking games. Looking game, preach. Yeah, the entirety yeah. of the last generation mm. of hardware. Um, mm -hmm. So if you wanted to pick a partner and you were picking a dream team for it, fantastic choice. How they yeah. managed to make this happen. I mean, Marvel's Avengers cost Square Enix something like $63 million or something. So I don't know how they're yeah. handling this, whether they're trying to like pretend that it's not their own fault. And we all know that Square Enix is fault more than Crystal Dynamics fault, right? But there's yeah, probably yeah, some yeah. finger pointing. There's probably some animosity or not entirely like um happy relationships there between everybody but this still is happening and i'm looking forward to perfect dark more now than i was before Ooh, yeah interesting so, interesting yeah not much so i just no. want to jump in if you don't mind yeah, no. i guess no I of, think course, of course that's the thing look you guys you're absolutely right in terms of it is okay to be skeptical and question when something looks different and out of the norm, you know I'm with you, brother. I'm never gonna, you yeah. know, not allow, allow people to come at you with that aspect because I, I think that's right. I that was my initial thing. Like I'd never seen this before. I think I want to yeah. speak again to what Asa was saying in the sense that, like, you know, to me, I think it's it's a bigger thing at play, you know, because at the end of the day, mm. regardless of what happens with Perfect Dark, and we we you know we hope this is a great game, right? Regardless of what it has to but be. I, yeah, it has to be for sure. You know, a lot of A's involved. But <laughs> you, know, you know, we we have to look at okay, the crystal dynamics availability and what that means and Square's willingness to allow this outsourcing to happen. Because the reality is, you know, we don't we we don't see that normally. That's the part yeah. we don't really see. Like there's other small little development studios and houses that people can pull from, you know, but to get from this establishment that's already under someone's umbrella is to yeah. me so interesting. So I, I'm curious is 
what the aftermath happens if this is you know once this is completed that to me is going to be key you know moving forward but it's a very interesting thing to chart for sure yeah mike this is this is this is weird this is unprecedented and every time cog mentions the after the fact thing i guess we're spoiled by this whole narrative acquisitions acquisition season at the end of perfect dogs release is this what what's this is okay i know you were initially skeptical like me and then you've seen the light but let me bring you to the dark side a little bit more here on the, on this one do you think i know gamers seem really entitled but are we are we allowed to ask because a lot of people are saying this and this really annoyed me not annoyed me it didn't actually, didn't actually annoy me but i was just like wait hold on confuse me where are you getting this from maybe they have the sources people are saying hold on this studio uh sorry crystal dynamics have come in to do the grunt work because um the initiative has completed their vision of the game drew murray completed the direction design work and the the vision for what perfect dark will be now these guys are giving the impression that they're doing the grunt work. They're just sitting there churning out and building the game. But we don't know that. Why are people saying that? How do we know that whatever vision that is exists for Perfect Dark isn't still up for play? And this collaboration could really change that. Because that Drew Murray, that was for me it was massive alert like hold on i don't people were like damage controlling it and then say you know they had a bereavement in his family which is the reason why he left but then boom he joins insomniac i'm like what something is a bit amiss there and i'm worried about perfect dark if the vision isn't intact and everyone seems to pretend that they know tell me my uh, snow bike mike Am you know, I wrong they, in being skeptical? No, there? you're not. You're not wrong in being skeptical. I think this is the fun part about what we do here on the podcast and the yeah. games industry stuff, right? It's like this is all assumptions, right? Unless you yeah. have yeah. actual sources that none of us know about, right? Or you're not going to share that and really dive deep into it. All of us are just assuming. As of right now, we don't know what this partnership is, right? We're 24 yeah. hours after the announcement on Twitter with 248 characters. We don't know what they'll be doing. Whether they are doing all of the development work maybe they're doing the story maybe they're building some sort of multiplayer that we don't know about that perfect dark is known for right and you look forward mm -hmm. and we're all just assuming so i think that's where it comes down to is there's numbers been thrown around between 60 and 80 employees right and you go okay well a team that size what does that mean and i think it's easy to assume like oh doesn't it take hundreds upon thousands of employees to make these games and develop these games i have to assume that crystal dynamics is doing that so i think that's the easy jump to conclusions over there. And that's probably what a lot of people are doing. You get the clicks, you get the conversation rolling, but it's funny you bring up acquisition season, you bring up what is the future. And that's when we talked about with Paris and Gary on the kind of funny X cast of like, this is game number one. And the tagline yeah. of this team is to be small and agile. Well, what does game number two look like? Are we gonna hire up for this studio? Ooh. Are we gonna do this again? With Good a microsoft point. first party developer are we going to go out and third party this again so it is really interesting to think of what is the future yeah. and i actually want to take another moment and talk about what you just talked about it's like what is the vision what's that integrity because like you said in 2018 we started this all of a sudden phil like a year or two later said oh i've gone hands-on with this right and you're yeah. like okay so i mean it's we're moving for this and now you see this announcement 
And to me, my jump to assumptions was, oh, we're just restarting now, right? Mm. I have no idea what's happening. Mm. This is going to be a 2025 game in my mind. Are, do they already have the story and this team is just going to help them with the engine and the build out? Or are we just here at ground zero? So for me, I am a little worried about timing wise and it puts it much farther than I thought. I thought we were 23, 24 at the latest. Now we're 25 yeah. onward for me. 25 onwards, 100% 25 onwards. And because it, you're right though. It sounds like they've only just started. That might not be the case, but we don't know that. Right. And Phil Spencer, so this is what annoyed me. Like, you know what you're doing when you're sharing pictures of Phil Spencer playing it. What the hell was he playing? <laughs> what was he playing, man? You gave the impression that because you put that out there, things are developing. So Phil Spencer also quite tactfully, he's Phil Spencer. Oh, you got to love Phil. Said, and this is his quote, and great. And maybe there's a reason behind it. I'm not saying that he's wrong or he's being... Uh, you know, clever. Oh, well, he's been clever. He's saying, great to see continued momentum and progress on Perfect Dark. Thrilled to have Crystal Dynamics partnering with the initiative. That's That tweet was designed with five other people around him and saying, let's word that. Continued momentum, because that's quite important to relay. The, and um, they dropped that news on a Thursday. They, you don't drop yeah. that positive news. Are you lying? news dropped on the end of the week, sir. <laughs> yeah. That, Cog, come on. That's come a fun on, one, dog. We, we talked about that in the X-Cast of like Gary and Paris taught me. He's like, you got bad news to share. You share it on an afternoon <laughs> on a Friday because we're going into the weekend. And it's one of those as well. Another one that Gary and Paris has always talked about. It's like, this could have been and should have been an Xbox Wire blog post. Somebody should have got ahead of this and really shared more of the story because now with only four tweets total out about this, we all assume, we all talk about it. We all just yeah. guess what's happening when, if this is a cool partnership, if this is really something to share, this should have been a blog post. This should have been a mini YouTube video. It's very odd that it's just mm. four tweets only. That's uh, the question there. I think, yeah, look, valid points. I can't really Sorry. argue a lot of things you guys are saying. And I totally understand the other side of this argument. That's what makes this so intriguing, right? It's just, it's just so cool to talk about. I think for yeah. me, what I still find strange is, again, I get the bad news cycle, the media cycle, end of the week, I get that. The only thing I, I find very interesting, right, is that the public-facing tweet with the logos as if they are proud to tell yeah. you about this information, mm. right? That to me was different. I was like, okay, mm. I've never seen this before because again, that's something you may find out at the credit of the end of a game. <laughs> this <laughs> yeah, is not that's something true. you generally hear like, yo, we're co-developing or this team's coming in, they're party to partner. And I do understand yeah. that because the last point I'll say is, is game development and how the industry is changing. And yeah. I know sometimes as gamers and with podcasters, we are accustomed to the old way or one way of doing and seeing things as far as game developments work. Yeah. And the only thing I can think of, again, I know nothing, Cog does not know anything, is <laughs> I'm speculating, is <laughs> that at the end of the day, that maybe, maybe with the way the initiative is structured, this may be with like uh, Mike beautifully said, like what happens with game number two, right? game number three yeah. it is that the new workflow so to speak mm. right where you have galaga this small team they construct the vision they let out the template 
and then they yeah. get another team to execute the vision and that's fine if that's the case but to your guys point you know there was confusion initially on what this studio was to be so, so a lot there are a lot of assumptions when you saw the the extra a and all this other stuff regardless if they didn't put that out there <laughs> themselves you know that's where i think some of the confusion lies with the messaging and we got to see what game two we got to see what game three and also obviously how this game executes but it, it's a very interesting thing to watch I, this is very I, i've loved this i couldn't wait this is one of those ones i was like <laughs> i am looking forward to the sauce <laughs> this is a great and it topic, could go either man. way it yeah, could go yeah. either way a lot of heat that i was getting on twitter and i loved every second of it keep bringing it because it just strengthens my resolve asa i want to talk to you about this point about um small and agile they say in the initiative say they want to stay small and agile but this collaboration does that still mean they're small and agile how i mean when a certain point you have to say you're not small and agile now unless you've formed this island and you're here and crystal dynamics are partitioned and doing something else that a contractor would do but this doesn't seem like that they're still i mean the studio themselves are still not growing through Tiny. this they are still small and agile and who knows how they're going to work with other studios what they're going to be doing in parallel we we really don't know enough about the setup to say what what's what the answer to that one is i will say um their their tweet a proud tweet about these, these logos and all the rest of it and not being an Xbox Wire <laughs> blog post and not being a YouTube video and just like doing it relatively quietly on a Thursday. But they definitely put some thought into it because uh, mm -hmm. you, you can tell they had a conversation like, what, what do we what do we say about, about Avengers? <laughs> we could, yeah. yeah, we could like not yeah. mention it. People might not know it was them. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Oh, sauce. Asa has the sauce. That's like true. It. Really quick, that's funny you say that, right? Because they didn't mention Avengers on the first one, but then in their own tweet on the second part of it, they said, we look forward to continuing Avengers and Tomb Raider. Does that mean mm -hmm. I'm going to get another Tomb Raider game? Because that would be super dope. Ooh. I would love to continue yeah. that saga. Like you said, right? was one of the best storytelling games since what we've seen from PlayStation side. Mm. So I hope that we do return to the Tomb Raider world. I really love those games. Let's yeah, go. I think which, it's which that. Yeah, <laughs> would you might. You know, uh, early congratulations to Iron Iron Pete one hundred. Sorry, Gerald Mack. Thank you so much for the two dollars super chat. I got distracted. Did you guys hit ten k? Close, close. I think we've. Uh, oh, guys, if you're watching it, you probably watch it anyway. Yeah. Subscribe, retweet that. Just get Iron Lords that need to be a hundred k easy million i'm not even lying that it's gonna happen god willing it'll happen very quick uh so yeah that's that shout out to you let me quickly read these super chats gents um thank you so much hoggy chan he's been a massive support of us and a few other shows is really uh, grateful it says lord of the intros <laughs> yes i can never ever not that i ever want to i'm sorry cog i don't care what you say that must be a massive doing that every time it's a, lot of, it's a lot of work but i love to do it i love to do it I yeah love to you celebrate, do it well celebrate you guys and ace and mike are owed uh some uh, intros old in the round when, when they make when they finally make their appearance <laughs> i got some stuff cooking oh well, this is gonna be wicked and thank you so much for taking the time to introduce me like that i was the best intro i've ever got i'll never get anything like that ever again um hoggy chani again thank you so much because crystal dynamics is slash initiative is xbox organically growing towards an acquisition there it is <laughs> there it is it's happening you know what i will say though uh, though 
that you're right what happens after the fact is what mm -hmm. you you're alluding to that cog this is what happens when you have pre-existing relationships which is why this collab was impossible in the first place there's a lot of consolidation happening in the industry so there might be something happening here and i and i don't think it's unreasonable to say that after all all the crap we've heard on acquisition season surely this is not the uh, most unreasonable thing to say but yeah, i don't know, I don't know what like the mechanics three years is anyway the thing with that though the thing that's difficult <laughs> about it is um it's not shade at all um <laughs> crystal dynamics though like if you're Microsoft and you want to acquire that studio, if you're Square Enix and you already own that studio and they just cost you in your eyes $63 million. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Microsoft are going to inflate the value of that studio if this game is good and successful. Yep. So it's, it's a weird one. Oh. There's, a, there's a fair chance. There's a fair chance Very that Square good. Enix, without this still happening, Crystal Dynamics might not have got past Avengers. Okay, if you're looking oh, at yeah. spreadsheets oh. and going, this studio has cost us this much, and you're talking there about mm. like, what are they doing? Well, actually, it's nothing. It's, there's every chance that Crystal Dynamics would have yeah. would have taken the plunge for this. Um, <laughs> Cog's like, yeah. talk to him, Mason. Talk to him. Yeah. That's how the business works, bro. And then you know someone, listen, corporate, uh, you know, I've, I've worked at TA Corporate for a lot of years. Like, that's how opportunities mm. happen, you know, because yeah. you find out like, hey, man, they, they, you know, let's say I'm Crystal Dynamics. I'm just, you know, making up. Hey, man, they, we, we finished Avengers. It didn't really go good. We got nothing. We're sitting around. They have nothing for us to work on. You know, you call up your home. You call up the homie Daryl. Like, yo, you know what's <laughs> going on or whatever. Or they just yeah. been talking for a long time. Right. And it's like, hey, we're doing something here. We think your skill set would match perfectly with our vision and the team. It's all about relationships, guys. You know, and, and it's not hard to think that what Ace is saying is true is that, you know, we have to admit, even though we're assuming right now, we know that Avengers had lofty expectations by Square and it did not meet them. And the yeah. way this industry works, you're kind of out of there. <laughs> yeah, you know 100%. I mean? you're, you're kind of out of there. You can't survive a bunch of flops, so to speak, or, or, or a flop on this level with the Marvel license. That thing was supposed to look, I'm a Destiny guy. That thing was supposed to be in the Destiny space and a campaign. Yeah. It was this mega thing. So I, I, it's not far fetched to me what Ace is saying as far as, you know, what's going on with the stability of crystal dynamics in their future so it, it is interesting to track for sure but then if Definitely, you're in that man. scenario though if you're microsoft or sony or any other development studio around you're circling that studio like vultures looking for the talent rather than <laughs> rather than what's happened here so i don't know i guess square Enix took too long to, to close it down or make the mind up and i don't know deals have happened so that is the most yeah. interesting part of this whole thing is the square enix microsoft crystal dynamics triangle so yeah absolutely yeah and that's Definitely a triangle that exists, that timed exclusivity, for example, Tomb Raider, Last Generation. That's a yep. that line there, pockets, conversations happened. All that has a, a massive impact going forward. So watch this space. This might be a lot more positive for Xbox than you think. Or, <laughs> You're going to be watching this space for a long time, though, like another three years or so. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. We're Logan not giving any assurances. I don't, don't i'm not saying it's happening because if this is what the internet does there's like oh he's trying to allude to that i'm not but also i'm not gloom and doom just want to ask questions and i have every right to be annoyed Absolutely. i want to see a perfect doc man what, what was 
Show me what Phil Spencer was playing. I dare you, Initiative. If you had the balls to show him holding the controller with people around him and massive smile on his face. His kid is so happy like she's on the MDMA. Show me what they were playing. Show me what they were playing. Because you can't just do that and say, it's still early in development, huh? Slap in my face. Slap in my face. I need to calm down. Um, Alvin, <laughs> thank you so much for the $10 super chat. Because the initiative was always listed as a flagship studio, which is why Phil is okay with whatever budget they need to make Game of the Year games. Even dropping a bag on Crystal Dynamics instead of a lesser studio. Thank you so much for the $10 super chat. The talent within the initiative is, is contributed to the quad A. I know what you say, Mike. It's nonsense. Uh, the LinkedIn profile. But... Why Xbox guys so quick to say that now when the whole quad A title was going ahead? You guys were loving it. Yeah. Oh, I was I was loving the quad A. I was like, we got a new thing. We're going big on this. It's gonna be the greatest thing ever created, y'all. You won't even know the last of us by the time we're done with this one, you know? And then they're like, we're making perfect dark. And I was like, oh shit, y'all. Oh shit. I'm glad you publicly said it because I was there too. I was like, oh, y'all making oh, all right, perfect. Okay. Cool. All right, all right. <laughs> okay, we're back to mediocrity, everybody. But for real, <laughs> I, I just selfishly was like, I wanted like a new IP, the hashtag just one, one. you know, that kind of thing. So when I did her, I was like, Oh, I, <laughs> I was just with Mike, bro. Mike. Like, that's how oh, I felt. Man. I was like, I'm throwing my A's up. I was like, <laughs> it will be really it'll come, it'll come it'll come yeah i mean you got this big studio like you said this is going to be the crown jewelers that's what it was touted as right is this my next coalition is this something where we're going to look around and show them that they're going to be industry leaders and it looks like they have the talent and yeah perfect dark i mean for me i'm a kid who grew up on the n64 i actually liked perfect dark more than goldeneye I know that's a hot, spicy take for you. Mm. For some people, they don't get over that. Yeah. But uh, I even played a lot of Perfect Dark Zero when it came out to Xbox 360. And so now you look at it, right? And we look at this big blockbuster cinematic. Yeah, it's not third person. I know it's single, first person, but third person action adventure story driven RPG that we always throw around, right? It's like, well, now that we bring up Perfect Dark, what is this, right? Is this just going to be a single campaign, single player campaign? Are we doing the full mm. Perfect Dark spectrum? Because that is co-op mm. and that is multiplayer. And man, oh man, over here on Xbox, we got a lot of first-person co-op multiplayer shooters. Yeah. I got plenty of those. Preach. So how does this one differentiate itself and be that crown jewel, that game of the generation Preach, as dude. I see in the chat right now? Because I got Wolfensteins. I got Dooms. I got Halos. I got Gears of War. I got enough of that. Oh, this man, game yeah. better be big, you know? Yes. Well, talk to yes. talk, Mike. That's There's your sauce. That. There's your sauce. That's the sauce, sauce tonight. Oh, why, can't, with why can't I say what Mike just did and not get flacked? Because that's the demand you should make. It comes from that. But you know what Perfect Life is so much against it because it's that. So it has to be special. It has to be good. Don't even give me an 80 meta and I'm happy nonsense with Perfect Dark. It has to smash. It has to smash. <sighs> this game and this conversation, man. Um, 
Gaming Forte. Shout out to Gaming Forte, man. Uh, thanks so much for the $5 super chat. It was great conversation, gentlemen. Okay, at least, at least he appreciates it. I'm just happy to hear Gaz's opinion, not at 5 a.m. <laughs> great to see you. Know, when we all in that party chat, Gaz come, we like, damn, we all too late. <laughs> and you came down, Shout out to Forte. Shout out to Forte. <laughs> yeah. How do you think I feel? I come into the party and I just feel like a leper because yeah, all the numbers go. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys, you like, go, Gaz. <laughs> Is this the price of the oh, sauce? No, no, <laughs> no. no, thank you. Great to see my uh, my S-ray Destiny bro Cog and Mike on the show. Thank you so much, man. Uh, it means a lot. Um, Danny Passion Official, thanks so much for the five dollar super chat. As a director of photography, this partnership sounds amazing. Four of those who are mentoring Avengers Initiative are already have the vision of the game, not Crystal Dynamics. Hopefully, hopefully you're right. Dan Lazaro, aka Xbox Nation, aka hashtag no Vaseline chats. Gaz, you are annoyed all the time. Go outside. <laughs> Dan, I know what you were like, bro. Xbox could be slapping you on the head and you're like, this is a good thing. This is a good thing. <laughs> uh, shout out to Dan. <laughs> Me and Eve go back and forth. Um, so yeah, so <laughs> perfect dark. Uh Perfect Dark is going to smash. I say it's going to smash. I'm not saying it's going to crash. That Ace has just put a poll out there. I still think it's going to smash. I'm hoping it's going to smash. I can't. I don't know why I voted that. Too early. Prematurely. I don't know. Uh, it, but thanks for that early. poll. I'm, I'm going to yeah, put it out early. there. Here's your five years prediction early. Too early on this one. 78 yeah. on Metacritic. That's what it will come out. <laughs> 78. <laughs> Oh, I'm hoping for something big, but you know, we'll just have some fun with it. Dude, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Oh man. If I said that, oh my god. Um <laughs> yeah. So hopefully it's good chat though, because we're getting a mix of opinions and it's all up in the air. I think the consensus is Jensen, correct if I'm wrong. We just need a little bit more information shortly now sure. to see what's going on. And there might be greater things in the works. All the, all of this makes it very, very exciting. It's been a big week for games, mostly because also for me personally, finally, after thinking I was going to be relegated to the sidelines again, I finally got into the Halo Infinite multiplayer flighting. And we've all, I assume all of us here have been playing that and had the pleasure of uh, playing Halo Infinite's multiplayer fighting cognito tell me you've been joining swimming in the source on halo and what do you think about the game it's, it's, or what it's early form of it bro it's one of those things man it's like you don't know how much you miss something until you like play it again and you just like it's been so long yeah. and it just comes back to you and it's like why do i love this franchise like what everything about it the tight gun play the map control the balance and you know, we, we said it before earlier, we were lucky to have a uh, shout out to Patrick Grin for 343 on our ILP, multiplayer design. You know, come before the initial flight, we have to all admit the expectation level for Halo probably wasn't the highest, right? And yeah. I think what happened was, I'm still going to stand on it. I feel the multiplayer team really saved and drove the enthusiasm through the roof once people got a chance to put their hand on it and it started initially with the training mode i started initially with the bots because you know i know the hardcore guys don't necessarily care for that but people have to understand this thing's going free to play and there's going to be a huge yeah. audience that's never this is going to be their first halo game right and yeah. you don't want Crazy, those guys to get 
paw stomped and then be like, look, I'm good, right? So just getting the confidence up with the bots, getting the confidence up with the shooting range, getting a feel of the weapons, how they work, what they do. I thought that was a, mm -hmm. a great start. And this flight has been fantastic, man. You know, just I've had great experiences, you know, fragging with the homies and stuff like that. And it's just so smooth. It's silky. It, 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 it reminds me of how balanced and how fun Halo can be. And now I'm like, I got to stop myself because I'm like, I want to play this too much and I got to wait. And the only thing I want to do now is my big team battle. I just want to oh, see yeah. how that's going to be for the next one. But I, I put a timeout on myself because I'm like, okay. This is home. This is baby, y'all. <laughs> like, I'm, you know what I'm saying? I got the VR. I got the new jacket. Like, I love it. Everything about it has been a phenomenal experience. But I'm curious what you guys, like, how's your uh, flighting experience been? Yeah. Well, Mike, you were probably playing it before you came onto the show. We unfortunately pulled you away from Halo Infinite. What do you think? What are your impressions of what you've played so far? Yeah, you know, uh, I, I went pretty wild this week on the Kind of Funny X cast. I am the biggest Halo guy over on that team at Kind of Funny and on the X-Cast. So I'm really jazzed up about this and I'm trying to keep my feet on the ground and stay a little grounded because we got to wait till we finally get to December 8th before I can go wild. But as of right now, I'm having a ton of fun, right? And I think that yeah. first flight really showed that this team is putting a lot of love and care into this game mm. and getting us really excited. And I have been in a, a gaming hole since that flight left us, right? Nothing has yeah. brought that kind of fun and... I'm a huge multiplayer and first-person shooter guy, so like I'm playing yeah. games in and out. And what they're doing over at 343 is something really, really special. And what I'm loving to see is what Lord Cognito just brought up, and that is the academy and how we can get new players yeah. in and learn and feel comfortable, right? And what I love seeing right now is Battlefield's doing the same thing with their bot matches and how people can learn how to mm. play and jump in. Because I'll tell you what, I have had a lot of frustration over the past couple of years trying to get my friends that aren't truly like first person shooter, cracked out of their minds, sweaty 13 year olds to play these games with me. As we <laughs> yeah. jump into a Call of Duty lobby and you just get murdered nonstop, right? We jump yeah. into Warzone, you die and the game is over. You go into Apex, you die right away, you can't play anymore. And so to see these devs go, hey, how do we peel this back? How do we add another layer is really impressive. And of course, I'm sure you all read the latest Inside Infinite blog post. I'm sure you saw yeah. the big old live stream. Like, what the team is doing with the academy is a big deal and something that should be touted and really celebrated because they're coming out with an awesome multiplayer suite, right? The academy is going to have a tutorial. It's going to have weapon yeah. drills and it's going to have training mode where you would live during the game and switch up the bot levels. You can switch up the guns you have. You can switch up to infinite ammo so you don't have to reload. You can turn on where other bots are and you can see them through the map. Yeah. You don't have to die and it's like, Hey, you're doing a great job of getting people interested and engaged in this because when you come and see me, right? Lord Cognito knows I am teabagging people. Ooh. I am playing to win at all times. Like oh, yeah. me and my crew, we don't, I, it's funny because people keep saying, oh, this is a, such a great social experience and people are having fun <laughs> being together. It's like, I'm not that. We're calling things out. I'm trying to win at all times. Like, I haven't asked Lord Cognino how his day is in three hours because I'm like, if you don't get that BR, I'm going to murder you, homie. And so, you know, it's a special one for me because now I can get my girlfriend, my mom, my dad involved. And that's what really matters. And so we're yeah. getting blessed with a big fall here, right? Halo, Call of Duty, and Battlefield. Like, I'm in a first-person shooter's dream. It almost reminds me when we had Titanfall battlefield and call of duty a long time ago and we know 
one of those three didn't get the proper love it deserved, unfortunately, and uh, yeah. that fell off the side of the map. But this is really exciting to see three heavyweights come into the fold and see what's going to happen. It's going to be great. I'm kind of nervous gonna... for like your relationship with your girlfriend and your dad. <laughs> oh my! I know. I know. What are you doing? What is this game? We, we have made a rule in my house that we cannot play moving out or overcooked together because somebody takes things a little too seriously, and it might be me. You know, it's a bad one. <laughs> I think we all guessed it was going to be you. Uh, Asa, you've had a chance to to play this. I want to know your thoughts. Also, this point about that Mike raised about the academy. So I'll be honest. Me and my friend Dean were talking about it. I'm, and my view is, it's good they're doing it because you've got it's free to play. You've got all these new people playing, but there's no substitute for learning on the field. So whatever you learn on the bots stuff, but it's they're going above and beyond the call here. So I guess can't complain. But then part of me was like, stop talking about it because that's the saucy bit. I'm like, okay, none of these guys, all these guys are gonna get wrecked as soon as they come in the lobby anyway. But what your take on that? Am I just being a prick? And also. Um, What's your take on the multiplayer impressions of so far what you played? So I've not played enough because the times are actually pretty harsh for us in the UK. Um, and yeah, I've got, yeah. my wife's away this weekend, so I've got kids to look after when the windows are on. So I managed to play a couple of 10 minutes, 10 minutes games today. I played a little bit yesterday. Yesterday I played on the Xbox and I'm, I'm awful. I need the Academy. I can't use a controller. I was just so bad. Um, today I had to go on the PC instead and I had a great time with it. I was, um, like got a, a real good clutch play and a capture the flag match. I don't know how long capture the flag was running. I only saw one game of it. I was in overtime and I was to grab their flag on the little marketplace one and leap down and smack their flag carrier in the head, leg it back and get the overtime <laughs> win. And it was like, this is the best game. I'm having fun and I'm not used Hell to the yeah. keyboard and mouse. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it's Halo. And I've said for a long time, it's obviously going up against Call of Duty, which is I don't know, shooting itself in the feet at the moment and Battlefield, which is a very different game. And Battlefield yeah. is still, to me, the more impressive, but Halo the more fun and the one that I want to play. I've been saying that for months. Spending a bit of time yeah. with Halo, I definitely still feel that. It's just the, the movement. Okay. It's like it's weighty and everything is just right. It feels great. And you can tell they've put like, thought into every detail of the balancing. And yeah. I'm having a good time with it. The Academy <clears throat> and stuff, it's been, um, I think, the first one to try and like try and ease people into to playing games was actually the first Titanfall where they acknowledged yes. that yeah. it's hard for people to oh, go into a game as a new player and just get rinsed. Oh. So we're going to put this fodder on the map so that you can still feel like you're like the boss, even though you're terrible. Mm. And you've seen like little attempts since then. So it's a good thing. It's a good thing that Halo are doing it. Um, as long as it doesn't train people to, to beat me, I still want some people I can shoot. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> yeah. I really love like that you brought up the mouse and keyboard really quick because mm. I have been a guy who... I was a diehard controller player all the way through everything. And now this past year and a half during COVID, I have sat down hard with my mouse and keyboard and have really oh. come accustomed to that. Ooh. And I got to give a lot of love to this team over at 343 for building mm. this game from the ground up with PC and mouse and keyboard in mind. Like, I don't know how many times you've tried to plug in a mouse and keyboard into your either Xbox or you've played Master Chief Collection mouse and keyboard. It doesn't feel good. Not, okay. No matter what you say, it doesn't feel as good as what this does. And so they've made great strides into making this really PC accept, uh, accessible. And that's awesome. It's great to see. So you're talking about uh, connecting a keyboard and uh, mouse. Oh, I'm talking about any Xbox mouse and keyboard play with uh, Halo has never been this tight, never uh, been so refined. It's so good yeah. right now. It's great. 
Yeah, I was watching Jack Frags play. I couldn't even tell the difference. It was like until I saw the key prompts and it was like the F to play. What else? Like, oh, he's actually playing on control yeah. keyboard and mouse. They looked really smooth. That's a good point. And they, the, I was playing with uh, a good set of friends, Mokwama, um, Ainsley from Season Gaming. Hey, so Times are not. Oh yeah, he's a beast. Is that me and him were playing? Going, uh, really, he was he was playing better than me. Um, <clears throat> he also made a good point. Uh, uh, he brought the, to my attention the accessibility options. Yes. One of them was to change Changed the colors of the silhouettes yes. of your enemy and mm -hmm. your team. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't just do that. It changes the menu color. It changes the minimap color. It changes everything. I was mm -hmm. like, these guys, you're getting it for free. And this game has a suite of options that fully fledged multiplayer full price games do not have. They're yep. leading the charge. I'm so thoroughly impressed by what I played. Movement was so smooth. So I love movement in games. So when they say slow and like, you know, movement is exact, I'm like, uh, I don't, I don't know what they will do here. But here it feels fast, nimble. The anti-sprint squad in Halo will actually be happy because of the way I have upset that beehive so much I want everybody to know <laughs> I'm somebody who loves Halo from back in the day but I also understand what modernization is and when we move to the future you have to continue to add things yes. like sprints yes. like mantle yes. I understand you're curious <laughs> but you need to understand there's a large market out there that doesn't like that they play Call of Duty their slide their sprint you have to add that to the game to make it relevant and another yeah. one I mean don't get the people started on battle royales because mm -hmm. if you spring up we new age controls it. and you bring in battle royales People freak out. So yeah, yeah I'm the I'm the bad guy in that situation because people I'll hate be there when with I bring you. it up. Which, oh yeah, I'm always the bad you. guy, and I'm and I like it. Decepticons for life. Exactly. But this, <laughs> it's true. And the the sprint, the clamber, everything was amazing. ADS. Was smooth. I, I took ADS, me away. It took me away. Yeah. they put ADS? <laughs> and they put ADS. <laughs> <laughs> I want the purity but, of the old experience. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, shut up, like, man. Bro. Go play Halo Master Chief Collection if that's what you want. We want to take it forward. And it's so good. But I have to say, it's so good. Like, it's really... It's so... I give 343 a lot of flack, as people know. But I commend them. If you can do multiplayer... Halo 5 proved to me they were good. When they did the multiplayer right, I was like, okay, that's not easy. And I always say, Sony, everyone caps for... Uh, Sony and their PlayStation games and single player games. To me, they're always easier to do those linear games. Getting multiplayer right is so hard. There's so many facets to get right. But with 343, what they did, what they've done with Halo Infinite is amazing. The way it plays amazing. I am dying to play a big team battle. It's oh, yeah. screaming. It will take over. Yeah. It will pull me away from Apex Legends. And that says a lot. Um, so that shout out to Marquana. What? Oh, you want to bring the sauce? He goes, thank you so much for the super chat. He goes, I want Gas to look straight into the camera after loving what he played, because he heard me crying with love about it, <laughs> and still say, delay Halo Infinite. <laughs> let me, let, let, uh, let uh -oh, me clarify something. Let me clarify something. So I've been in the delay Halo Infinite. So Ooh. after playing it, let me just say, delay Halo Infinite, man. <laughs> delay the shit up. Why do you think my view would change Ooh, if the gameplay was good? It. It's still a feature, it. man. It's a feature. In fact, playing it and how impressed I was, I was like, please flip 
delayed the game because i want it to release fully featured everything's banging the multiplayer looks like it's gonna bang i want it to do well that's why i wanted to delay co-op being their day one with the campaign with the ai is gonna be mad have you played the ai this is the first time my first flighting i put it on spartan hardest difficulty it's i would have a spartan bot as opposed to Acer and my team any day, any day. Sorry, Acer, yes, but I, would, I need a positive me. KD ratio. He owned it. He owned it. No, but honestly, I will not check. People are like, hey, but you said delay the game. Of course, uh, it has nothing to do with the two things. People think that because I'm critical of 343 means I'm hating on Halo. Okay. I have from day said campaign gameplay was mad. I was an RDX defending Halo thing. It was mad. It was the graphics were crap. Gameplay was mad. And now I am stunned by it. I cannot wait for it. But I still wait for it. Delay for three months. <laughs> Stand on your square, bro. Stand on your square. But it's fine. But it gives me confidence, would you, though. Would you be all right if they split the release? They did multiplayer December 8th. They put off campaign till February. You okay with that? No, no, no. You no. want all See, one package. All right. I want it all in one package because, and then people will critique me for this, but I also really do care about the optics of how things are perceived for 343 and Halo. I'm very vested in that. Don't ask me why. Fanboyism, whatever. But if you do splint, splinter that and release it like, like that, then Halo doesn't stand a chance. Halo already has it ahead of, against it, Mike. Let's be honest. When the reviews come out, it's going to be judged on a standard that's Halo. And it's very unfair or unfair. That's a different argument. But it has it stacked against it. When you do that, it's not going to... Oh, it's I mean, going to give people excuses. I, just like I get it too. And like I said, I'm a big first-person multiplayer guy, right? We look at Call of Duty, who ships yeah. with a full product every single year. And as yeah. Asa said, right, there's... There's other stuff going on. We're not talking about that. We're talking about the game right now. The game every single year ships fully, ready oh, to go absolutely. with everything yeah. in there, right? And then you got yeah. Battlefield, who doesn't have a campaign this time, right? They're mm -hmm. going to go multiplayer yeah. only for $70. And right. then you have Halo here, who has taken a whole year of delay. They're not going to ship as a full product, right? There's a lot of conversation here. And they're going to yeah. miss out on the Game of the Year awards, which means next year they'll be judged like that. And unfortunately, mm. Halo, even if it's banging gas, We'll probably fall in the camp of what Halo or Hitman 3 is right now. Yeah. Not on everybody's radar anymore, which that game should be game of the year. That Absolutely. game deserves a lot of credit. And Absolutely. people have just forgotten yeah. about Hitman 3, which Fantastic. is so sad to see. And that's what happens to these games in that Q1 January through March. People just forget about them. And it's like, yeah. put some respect but, on Hitman 3. Put some respect oh, on that sure. game, y'all. For sure. Yeah, let's couldn't have said it better, Mike. I mean, I'm, I'm with you on that. I understand Gaz exactly. We actually, we got killed on Defani Duke for having a hashtag, you know, delay Halo at one point. Because at the end of the day, it's like, there's nothing wrong with that. wanting a completed product. There's nothing yeah. wrong with that. It's okay. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, if the, t if the team does need additional time to get the Forge mode, if he does need additional time because i'll be honest like, i was heartbroken that campaign co-op is not available at launch that is yeah. something historically i have done every halo game. i had to really look back i've never played a halo game initially on release without friends crank that bad boy up to legendary and let's try to rock out you know what i'm saying get yeah. started, all that popping so i understand it of course now I'm not wishing anything bad on Halo. Of course, if it comes out December, I'm going to play it. I'm not going to like, oh, you know, I'm not going to play it. So, you know, <laughs> the book. no, we're going to play it. But at the end yeah. of the day, there's nothing wrong. That's why I'm riding with you on this, guys. With wanting yeah. a complete 
product, especially one with the prestige and iconic nature that Halo is. You want to treat that thing with respect. So yes. I'm, I'm with you. We'll, we'll take the sauce. Yes. Bring them my way. I'm, no. I'm not like it <laughs> it's, it's rough in the sauce. Do you want the sauce lane? It's, it's not all smooth sailing, but I'm grateful that you said that. And I'm grateful you understand. That's where it comes from, position of passion. And also, I really care about co campaign co-op. It's not red herring. But yeah, no, but it's interesting. Thanks for the soup chat, Mo. Paris yeah. in the Rated building. Blade. What's up? <laughs> Shout out Raider Blade with a two-pound super chat. Watching Halo fly and PS gamers are loving it. Most are. And he, again, another super chat. So like he, he saw PlayStation podcasters streaming that for three hours having fun. It's going to be very hard to downplay how good that game oh, looks. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. And hey, Raiden again. It says Halo slowly silencing the haters. Yes, it is. Um, it just definitely is. And it, wait till big team battle comes out. I think that's going to craze you. Uh, Raiden Blade. Oh my God, Gaz, you're loving it. I'm happy for you. Of course I am. I, I, I'm the biggest Halo fan. I really comes from a position I want it to do well. But people assume that um, it comes from a irrational hatred. It's not. It's an irrational love for Halo. Um, so yeah, no, this game, very positive. It's looking very good. Although I have to say, gents, it's what, end of September. We still haven't seen anything of the campaign. Are you a little bit worried about that, Mike? Is that something you want to see more? You know, I, I was, I am a little nervous, right? I think there was some leaks previously. And if you had gone through those leaks, there was a lot of positivity around that with regarding to the story and what we're going to see here with Chief and Cortana in the game, which got me mm -hmm. very excited. You know, I jumped into those to read up on. And uh, yeah, I'm a little, I'm questioning what's going on, right? We talked about Monday Night Football happening three weeks ago, right? The kickoff of the NFL season, that's a lot of eyes. You would think that a Halo campaign mm. would be there, right? That would be a great location to put a commercial, maybe 90 seconds of Chief and Cortana or something, right? And we haven't seen any of that. And does that make me worried? I mean, we know that this team has had a lot of work, especially with COVID has changed the landscape and we know developers are struggling and trying to overcome that. So this game could be coming in very hot with what's going on with the campaign regarding that. And yeah. you know what? We're going to see it as it comes in. But I am surprised that we are a month, two months away from this and just sitting here waiting for some sort of campaign. But they're doing a good job at staying out in the presence of everybody, talking yeah. about it, being open and honest. And these flights, I think, are going a long way. If we didn't have Big these way. flights, we would be probably putting the pressure on of like, Let's talk chief. Let's talk story. The, the flights get everybody silenced. They focus on that. So that's a big key right now. That's a good point. That's a great point. I think that I didn't really think about that. Those those flightings are kind of because I, until I raised it, I didn't really think about it as well. The campaign pressure has been eased off tremendously because of these flighting things. Cog, uh, Mike mentioned uh, the fact that it's coming in hot. You know, Joseph Staten's come in to steer most likely the narrative direction of this game because the game's narrative direct direction is important for the next 10 years apparently this is a games as a service part of me is worried because um that is if they there's room there because this is it's a game as a service there's an excuse possibly that 343 343 can leave this on a cliffhanger or something like that are you worried about that? Do you, how do you think? I was going to ask. How do you think Halo Infinite's story should end? Not specifics, but how do you think? This is a good. This is a good question. And um, let me start off by saying I actually love that uh, Staten is brought in because um, ex Bungie mm -hmm. guy, you know he he's been there from the beginning. You know he has the DNA 
of, of what Halo should be. So I do like when they brought him in and they started to kind of, I don't want to say reorg, but, you know, direction shift and, and, and tighten focus, right? As far yeah. as the, the campaign is concerned. So I like that aspect. I'm with you guys. I'm not necessarily thrilled when I hear, and I shout out to Mr. Matty Play because we talked about it, is, you know, when when the verbiage, well, this is a game as a service, and these things tend to be added later. You know what I mean? That, yeah. that type of verbiage doesn't sit well with mm. me in terms of complete product, in terms of campaign. Because Why is that it, actually, Cog? Because you like Destiny. That's a that's piece about, of sh- that's, uh, Sorry. Hey, watch your mouth. Watch your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> but look, as a Destiny fan, right, you know, even at one point, Bungie was in that bag. And, and, and mm-hmm. it doesn't sit well with me necessarily as much as I love that game. Great. You know, I love it. You know how I feel about Destiny. You know, it, it's not going to sit well to the consumer that you can kind of launch something coming in hot and then add as you go, you know, a la carte and, and put this here and put that yeah, there, right? I'm not, <laughs> like that. you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not saying, you know, it, I'm not saying doom and gloom. I'm not saying the game yeah, 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 terrible. I'm just telling people what the optics look like for someone mm. that's like, okay, you delayed this game one year already. Yeah, so to yeah. me, what was the state of it? when the xbox series x was going to launch very right? valid question right. now what has asking. saved them and again i got i will be remiss i got to shout out the homie senior director patrick wren who came on iop i mm, literally tell him these flights and how great the multiplayer has been has mm. kind of saved and give us this illusion that we're not talking about the campaign anymore yeah. right now and that's great kudos to them but i think yeah there's still questions you know about, about it I, I like mike said I, I did see those uh, those leaks, Mike, and about the you know story. So I'm I'm confident in the direction oh. of the actual campaign and the chief story and Cortana. Okay. And all. I'm excited about that stuff. You so know, you've but, seen the leaks, and then you're excited I, about. Seen, I haven't I've seen, seen anything. That. Yeah, I've yeah. seen I've seen it. And, and the thing is, just coming. And you're down excited to, about it? No, I'm excited. I am excited. I, okay. I'm definitely excited okay. about That's it. That's good. The thing to so your question, the ultimate question is, um how it ends right because the thing that bothered mm. me about five was the way it ended like it's like i, I did yeah. yeah look at look mike rolling the eye mike no mike oh. no we was marketed one thing and we I got know. something completely different like i was bro i was in e3 forgot which e3 it was when the the, the marketing campaign was going on for halo infinite with Locke mm. versus chief and you know the the, 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 the the conquering hero and the chief under and the statue None of that was in the game. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like all yeah, of that. I know, man. Yeah, bro. I was I was very hard on them in that respect. So to you me, have to be. I would like whether whether we call it games of service, I would like a good conclusion and continuation of the Master Chief yeah. saga. Don't cliffhanger me all the time, kind of bit. And that's what they're gonna have to do. The campaign to me is the most pressure because I believe if they knock that out the park, man, this thing is gonna. Is really gonna go that, to the moon. You know what I mean? If Halo's campaign is we let's be honest, we're confident that this multiplayer is gonna be solid. Yeah. Let's be real. We there's not too much, you know, they can mess up besides, you know, the Master Chief Collection situation. So stability and yeah, stability like issues that. aside, this should be solid. Yeah. But that if the campaign hits, now we talk about the great pantheon of Halo games. Yeah. We're talking oh. about, you know what I'm saying? Like so that's, that's exactly what we were saying yeah. yesterday. Yeah. Exactly. That's it. That's the only, apart from co-op, which I won't like for lyrical about, but if the campaign hits and smashes in the way Ooh. it ends, it's going to be, if Halo hits, and people say they don't care about Metacritic, if it hits 90, just 90, not 89, 90 plus, that's a big, 
big thing big thing for xbox big thing for halo it's huge it's huge and really does stand a chance of that shout out to paris in the chat paris why are you not following me? Why can I not slide into your DMs? When are you coming on the show despite saying you're coming on the show? Where are you? I'm going to put you out there. So just come follow me. Just follow me. You have to follow me. Can't be throwing bear. He, he chucks shots at us, but doesn't join the source. You have to come join us. He says, Snowbike Mike and Lord Cog. Completely forgot that me and Ace exist here. But thank you so much. Paris, mad laughing. <laughs> 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 oh, man. Thank you so much for the five pound super chat. Every week I watch this, you make me want Halo more. Thank you. See, why do I get hate? Stefan is getting his hyped. I'm doing 343's job for them. Hire me, 343. Get him hyped. Raiden, we need a Halo 5 director's cut to fix the story. Please don't do that. Oh, Hargreet, sorry. Hargreet. Come on, uh, please don't do that, Ray. <laughs> please don't do that, three four three. Don't get any ideas of director's cuts just because Sony can get away with it. Please don't do that, three four three. Hoggy, yeah, great point. Hey, Raiden, thank you so much for the five pound super chat. Can we be clear? Three four three, I is Bungie. Bungie leadership left at three four three was already there. Question: How many developers stayed at three four three, and how many left with them? I don't know the answer to that question. I don't know if you do new gents. <laughs> just don't know. All oh, I know is Halo 4 had a shit multiplayer. Halo 5 had a shit. Huh? It was taken to be about half and half, but that's not like that's not an accurate count by any stretch. Okay. <laughs> so somewhere about then. Um, yeah, I mean, the leadership is always key. Um, and that's what Raiden Blade uh, with his next super chat. Leadership has always been the problem. Uh, I... I'm not saying the leaders. I don't. I don't want to call out particular leaders. I don't like doing that. I think shout out to Bonnie Ross and the team. This is this is not easy to take this mantle of responsibility with Halo. It's not easy. Maybe it is a leadership problem though. Ideally, you're vicariously liable if you're the leader there. You take the hit, and but I do think if there is a problem, I think there are problems. It may be yeah, the leadership thing, which may be resolved now. Halo's looking strong, uh, looking very strong, very, very strong. Multiplayer-wise, it's killing it. So let's end on a positive note. Halo Infinite sh looks set to reclaim its past glory. And this is a very early indication from way early plays of what we've had. But let's see. Let's see. Um, we are just very quickly. So we had Kana Bridge of Spirits got released this week. Shout out to Ember Lab doing what big AAA studios struggle to do and making this as an indie outfit of 20 people delivering one of the best looking games I've seen. And uh, just wanted to get your views on it because it's done relatively well. On, I think it's like an 80 something on Metacritic. Mike, have you played uh, Kana Bridge of Spirits? And are you, or if you haven't, is this something that's catching your eye? You know, I have not. Uh, I do know that the team over at Kind of Funny have reviewed it over on the PlayStation side, and we're all very high on it, really enjoyed what they did. I got to partake in a three-hour live stream, though, with one of our co-workers, Andy Cortez, where I rode alongside of him. And I got to tell you, if I didn't sit there and watch the three hours, I probably wouldn't have been as excited as I am now for this game. Okay. Because I know it was mm -hmm. beautiful when we first saw it. I was pumped up, but... You know, there's so many games right now this is an easy one for me to just let slip into the backlog backlog and not play at all but after sitting for, through for the first three hours of this game and seeing 
the combat, the beauty, the cutscenes, and the story that's taking place. I'm into it. So yeah, it's on my radar. I have downloaded it, and uh, it will definitely be something I play over the holidays. Yeah, definitely. What about you, Cog? Because this game looks Pixar level to me, yeah. man. It's amazing. Yeah, it's beautiful. Are you I'm playing this? I am not. I'm actually in the same boat as, as Mike. The only reason why is because I have to be a responsible website owner. Let's yeah. loads of game.net. We, we spoke yeah. to the, the people of, of Ember and I've got my editors on it. So they're reviewing it right now. Okay. And um, we want them to take their time, you know, because it, they definitely got a little later. But um, look, all accounts have been positive. You know, the vibe I get when I watch it and, and taking a look at a lot of the press stuff is that it feels like an indie studio that is truly punched above their weight with like this triple yeah. A star level of, of, of graphical fidelity. It's truly a beautiful game from a mechanic standpoint. I would say it's kind of simplistic. I'm not seeing anything like yeah. super complicated with it, but you look for their first outing. This is really impressive, you know, and I, I like to see that kind of stuff. I'm always going for the little guy, you know, kind of punch him up, yeah. like hanging with the triple A space. And the reviews have been, you know, somewhat positive, you know, on on Metacritic and stuff like that. So I'm going to give the team some more time with it. You know, they asked me if, you know, I want to do impressions. I just, I rather them take it through the gamut. Yeah. And then, you know, instead of rushing out something just for the sake of, of the clicks and stuff like that. So yeah, that's where we're yeah. at with it, man. But uh, it looks good. Initial impressions are strong. Yeah, definitely. And then you made a good point there. Um, Asa, that for, for initial first impressions, I can't imagine Ember Lab will stay, remain the size they are. Anyone, any studios, are they licking their lips, looking at these guys, saying you guys are supremely talented um what do you think about the game have you played it Lisa? i can add very little to what's already been said because no i also haven't played it i did um, <laughs> we all agree <laughs> it's a shame i bought it, it and looks, played it yeah yeah i bought it and then refunded it because i bought it on the pc and then i did a quick search oh. and it says the pc version doesn't support hdr so it's like right instant refund if i'm going to get more out oh, of the playstation okay. version HDR i haven't bougie. got around I, to getting the playstation <laughs> he's so bougie with hdr no it's because not even that where's your juice shows a drink no. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to, but then I realized I'm not that obedient. No. Um, I'm planning I'm to play that it. Obedient. Right? Yeah. So I think anyway, like just looking at that trailer, you can see it's a beautiful game. Like you say, you can see that that studio massively talented. Even if the game had tanked, if people have picked it up and gone, whoa, it looks nice, but I'd rather I don't know, lick a fish or something. I don't know. I don't know what to say. Um, if it was a terrible game you'd still be able to identify talent from that studio, at least from a couple of them. But as it happens, it's not a terrible game. Also, the reviews yeah. say I haven't played it. Uh, so yeah, yeah, all the best to them, and I'll get around to it as soon as I can. There's just so many games in so little time. <laughs> yeah, Preach, brother. Preach. Shout yeah. out to Sir Monte Carlo, who says, Great show, guys. Love Cognito. Gas is what he said. <laughs> I know who he is. Shout he out to you, general. Carlos, you crazy guy. He says Forza Horizon 5 is going to kill it. It will be game of the year, but not at Jeff Keighley's show. And he calls him a name. No, Carlos, no. We only do that on WhatsApp. <laughs> <We don't... laughs> oh man, Jeff, Ke come on, man. Jeff Keeley is obviously going to be Ghost of, uh, is going to be Death Stranding. The director's edition is going to win in his game of the year. I'm playing. Shout out to Jeff Keeley, who you give shade to him, but he, he was rocking those Giuseppe's in his show 
really badly, but he held a great show. Shout out to him. What were you wearing, Jeff? Why Giuseppe's with those tight trousers? Anyway, I'm, I digress. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hold up, hold up. I got it. one second. Get it. Yeah, shout Get out to Jeff Keeley. What, what is that? You know, he, <laughs> shout out to Jeff Keeley, who has done a really fun job at yeah. elevating the gaming space throughout yes. all of these presentations. With That's the Game Awards, say. with all these kickoff <laughs> events, like he's a fun time, and you're out here attacking the man's outfit. <laughs> the dude is comfy, casual. He embodies what a gamer wants to be. The man is not coming out here like Don Magic trying to sell me a car or anything <laughs> like that. All right, yeah. give the it. man some credit. He's just trying to be comfortable out <laughs> there. And we gotta give, but, we gotta give Jeff his flowers, guys. Come on, man. Like at the end of the I game, I am, I am, I rate him as a I gamer. have. As I have the favorite. same Giuseppe's uh -huh. as him. <laughs> but I would not wear those. The assembler didn't work. That assembler didn't work. Alone. I'm just saying his dress sense. Lead a man fashion alone. <laughs> what we want to talk about is what he does for the industry. And let's he be does. honest, he gives he does us our Oscars. Like as gamers, we have uh, the Oscars now. Like we got 100%. Like, so you know what I'm saying? He's off the fashion. No, 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 I, I will away. Yeah, okay, I want to use the fashion, but I, I will you say, can't let it go. I, will, I love that. <laughs> that was a bad dress up, but he, and I will say this, and then me and Carlos actually argue about this. This, uh, that's not the Giuseppe's, Asa. You clearly don't know what Giuseppe's are. Gold, black shoes with gold uh, accents. This is the this year he did this. I don't know which one, which the events, but he, uh, he really is. You have to give him a shout out because. To me, it's criminal that gaming didn't have an event like this, and it's super. Let's let's be honest. It's taken over Hollywood. It took over Hollywood years ago. Jeff Keighley made that happen. Mm -hmm. Say what you want. You want game reveals in a show, but he brought the glitz and glam yes. that gaming deserves and more. And yes, he gives you the game control. reveals, and you got the Xbox Series X being revealed on a show. Oh, Come on, man. Broke the Can't be ungrateful. But you can't make fun of his fashion sense. I know because people make fun of me. I'll let you get away with that. I'll let you fine. I'll let you get away with that. All right. But no, yeah. Keep the respect on this right thing. Yeah, a lot of people. I think a lot of people got mad with like the Schick Hydro Man and all the ads. And it's like takes money to make all these happen, right? And you get a sponsorship like that, you do it. But man, oh man, I've loved the progression over the past two years of all the elevations that he's done at this, right? And we knew the game awards were great, but like now to make opening live a spectacle something you want to see right something that is tight yeah. and fun like this e3 presentation that was a good time regardless of what people thought like that was a solid hour and a half of just fun times gaming yeah. brought us all together and that's what we missed not having e3 live or anything like that like yeah. now here it is hey here's the spectacle we're all coming together we get to celebrate games and jeff and his team continue to do that and so like shout out to that guy for figuring it out right i know not many people can and a lot of these companies, like we saw, right? Mm. It's like, hey, I'm pulling out of E3 or like, we'll do our state of place whenever the hell we want. We don't care. Ooh. You know what I mean? It's like, I like that he kept it, right? Of like, hey, here's this week. Let's stay together here. And that means a lot to me as a gamer because I do love seeing the gaming world come together. It's awesome. It is. And his show is better than Microsoft's E3 this year, uh, in my opinion. Uh, so shout out to Jeff. Um, and onwards and upwards, man. We have to support the people who actually elevate it. It's very easy to hate on it, irrespective of their poor fashion choices. No, so Nintendo Direct. <laughs> we move on. I'll play with you, Jeff. Uh, Nintendo Direct. Um, that happened. Um, and I just want to wrap up the show on just what we saw. Because 
some couple of oddities here, <laughs> which uh, surprised me. One, not an oddity. Bayonetta 3 got a reveal trailer, and that looks pretty good, which makes me... I wanted to kind of just turn that around. We can... Everyone just make, can make their own minds up on how good the, or bad the game looks. I think it looks good. I just... Mike, I look at that, and I just think, can you imagine what they would do with Bayonetta if they had mm. better hardware? Mm. But, uh, because... Yeah. You read it right out of my mind. That's the issue is I just can never get excited for the Nintendo Switch and what Nintendo offers if it's not their first party cartoony looking games, right? Because you look at this, yeah. you're like, man, this looks cool. You know what Bayonetta franchise is. It's wild in your face, devil may cry, wild skepticals or wild spectacle stuff. And it's like, I yeah. see this and I'm like, how can I get excited? They show me off Dragon or uh, Monster Hunter, the last one that came out and it's like, how can I get excited about this when we were just running 4K60 on Monster Hunter World on the Xbox and it was incredible looking, right? And so yeah. to each their own, but I watched these and I'm like, I just can't get excited unless it's the super cartoony Mario that you just like, you play all the time. But this, I, I just can't do it. I can't do it. You read my mind. Yeah. No, no, absolutely. That's an interesting take, Cog. You're giggling there. What is your take on all of that? Do you share uh, Mike's sentiments about that? That this is aging hardware is kind of showing it's, it's getting a bit yeah. old now? You know what it is? I, I'm just, I think the Switch for me initially represented a, a nice change because I was like, okay, they kind they kind of have hardware that is at least comparable to the last generation this is like you know the ps3 and, and, and 360 and that kind of stuff and then can semi punch above its weight but as the generation has gone on like you guys have said these things are starting to show its age right they start to show yeah. you know the difference and stuff like that but i gotta be honest you know like i was coming into the show very negative like all right what are they gonna do you know that kind of thing because yeah, i'm gonna yeah, be honest like i'm team steam deck right now like to yeah, me 100%. steam deck is what they need to be doing so I'm like, yeah. I got my Steam Deck pre-ordered. Like Switch yeah. is kind of, and I'm I'm a, I'm a Switch game, but I'm like, I'm it was kind of on the way out because I'm like, this is the thing I want to do. So they had a couple of things for me that I'm like, all right, I'm gonna hold on to you. <laughs> I yeah. can I yeah, can yeah, get yeah, y'all yeah. a little bit, you know what I'm saying? So they had a couple of things for me. I did like Metroid Dread. I thought that really played well. I thought it looked that phenomenal. Looks good. You know what I mean? They had a couple of third-party games that I got to give them credit, which is, um, I think the dying, like them embracing crowd, cloud oh, technology cloud? Yeah. is very forward-facing. For, I affectionately call them Grandpa Nintendo. You know, Grandpa don't usually do things like that. <laughs> <Grandpa. That's> <laughs> when you see Grandpa true. outside in the club, like doing new things, I was like, okay, Grandpa, you out here <laughs> with your little clown, okay? <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Was, they can't even excited. do internet right, you know but they saying? do cloud. Oh uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, they got, they got, they finally got blue. He got his little Bluetooth hat. You know what I mean? Like he was smiling, bro. That's a second analogy. He's <laughs> trying. He's yeah, trying. He's, Grandpa's he's trying. trying. We know he's hammering stuck to the chair. Yeah, yeah. We know we ain't gonna be hip the way we want to be hip. But he do little yeah. things here and there, and you'd be like, all right, cool. But um, yeah, to to, to the whole thing, I, I just thought like they they had a solid show. They had a couple things you know for me that i'm like all right i'll keep on to it but you know it's, it's nintendo going to nintendo and it, the funny thing about it is <laughs> as much as we may complain as much as bro they're dominating 
they are absolutely dominating whether it be MPV hardware sales software sales first party like you know so Crazy. clearly there's an audience that don't care about what I'm talking about <laughs> yeah and, and they're buying multiple of these things they're buying the switch OLED which I don't understand why I, I don't hey, get that to each his own I'm on I'm on team Steam Deck I mean you know and that, that's what that's what excites me I want to have a local iteration of Xbox Game Pass on on the go. I want that fidelity. Huge. So that's where I'm at. But I will say, they did enough to say, okay, there's a couple of times. There's one. Oh, there's one title we got to tie it into Microsoft. Disco Elysium and and, and Kotor, man. Like oh. those were both announced on the Switch, and I'm like, where's the Microsoft? The, you know the try yeah. What's what? Disco was a sleeper, bro. And I want to know. Hopefully, they get a, a version of it. People don't know about that game. It's on PlayStation now. Switch has it. Very high quality game. And I saw the Kotor, and it got me to thinking about Kotor Remaster. And I'm like, these are Xbox properties. Like, what's up? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's just yeah. Me. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Disco Elysium, I'm playing on my Steam Deck. Uh, Steam Deck. Mm -hmm. I know Steam I Deck. do it the same um, thing. Elgato and yeah, I, I, I butcher it all the time. <laughs> uh, butcher all the time as well. I, and I make fun of it now. And I ironically keep using the wrong one. But yeah, Disco Elysium. Couture, though. That was a slap at the face of Xbox. What was... How would you let that go on PlayStation? Uh, you got to fight Xbox. You got to fight. Can't let that stuff happen. But at the same time, it adds to the source. So I like it. Anything else in the Nintendo show? Acer, I, other than the crazy Memorial movie, why the hell do we live in this universe where Chris Pratt is playing Mario? I don't know. This is, <laughs> this is stupid. But what were your highlights of the Nintendo Direct? Did you actually catch it? Because I know how much <laughs> you love Nintendo. <laughs> it's the one the one thing that I can't pretend on. Like um, I've said loads of times, <laughs> and I'm not pretending when I say you look at like Microsoft and you look at Sony and you look at all the other big third party publishers and almost everything that they make, they're making for me personally. Like every game yeah. I'm like, i love that i want to play that apart from 12 minutes i hated that game but every other game i'm like <laughs> i love that i want to play that every game is like tailor-made for me apart from nintendo nintendo i don't i don't know that they, they, they don't know who i am and they're not making things for me they don't care about me and i don't care about them like mario i like this <laughs> good luck chris pratt for, like giving mario a personality because he was not written with one Mario oh, has a bold outline for the two two color display that he was invented for. He wears blue and red because those colors stand out in a palette that's very limited. Mario has no personality. Yeah. Good luck with that movie. Um, and that's Ooh. I'm not generally negative. Like I love all the games, but I'm I not, love it. I can't, I can't Nintendo. Right I just can't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I will say as well. Though, I, like, I, I, I see the value in Switch gaming on the go. I don't do that because if I try, I'll be sick. I like the only place that I play on the go would be on a train, and I just get motion sick doing that. So I understand the value to people that are playing it on the go. I just don't understand the rest of it. Like as a home console, I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, gents, that wraps up our hour and a half mark, <laughs> and it's been mad. It's been effortless and saucy from start to finish cog i know you need to go uh soon as well um but shout out to him shout out to danny passion official thanks so much for two dollar super chases thanks for keeping me entertained on my long drive it's our pleasure thank you seriously for tuning in and for the super chat but mostly for all of you for tuning in it makes a massive difference i know rand's show is there please go to his chat after the show ends and throw tomatoes at him um, i will do that and <laughs> 
when I text him after this. Um, but gents, I hope you had a great time, man. I I had a lovely time. I wish we could go on for longer. But you, this is outro time. I want to know what's in store. Because both of you gents have some crazy trajectory of things that you're doing. So as we go out, tell us what is in store for your fans because you're famous now give me a signature lord cognito can you lead with that tell me what's happening with you what's your intention with uh, first i pray it's happening god willing 10k very soon for the iron lords and then onwards and upwards from that what's what's in store for the lords what's in store for last stand media first of all before i do all that gotta shout you out this is phenomenal i had a fantastic time always love <laughs> Yeah, guys brought the sauce today. And I actually like the sauce. Like, normally I police the sauce, but I was like, you know what? <laughs> this is good sauce. This is the sauce we need. I was like, I respect nice. this one. <laughs> it's always, you know, a pleasure. Obviously, I, I have you scheduled. And Mike, man, I, I want to give Mike his flowers because, um, you know, on, on, <laughs> on my come up, and, and, and he's always been supportive. He's always said nice things, you know. What I mean, one of my one of my favorite moments, you don't know, realize, is actually jumping in your stream. He's like, "Yo, it's the Iron Lords. I like those dudes. It, it meant so much." And then, obviously, the honor, the privilege of being on kind of funny X Cast. You, Gary, was super spicy that day, and of course, the homie Paris. So, I want to give you your flowers, brother. I love what you're doing. I love we we continue to talk and have this relationship. At one point, I definitely would love you in the realm for IOP. I think it would be dope to, to deep dive with you. So, I am going to shoot my shot. I'm going to do it. <laughs> but, um, you know, ultimately. <laughs> Look, man, this is super positive as far as me at Lord Cognito on Twitter. Iron Lord Podcast every Sunday is the Lord's Day, 11 a.m. Eastern. We will be having the brother King Phoenix on, man. We're going to talk about everything that's going on. He's an Xbox ambassador, tremendous representative for LGBTQ plus A. So please check that out, man. It's going to be amazing. And of course, Defining Duke and Xbox Podcast with the amazing Mr. Maddie Plays, Last Day of Media. Definitely got more big things cooking up. We had a whole lot well, recently. We broke down um, the whole thing, what's going on between Marty O'Donnell and, um, you know, Bungie. It's very insightful stuff and lets you know about mm -hmm. contract ownership and music ownership. Oh. And it's very, it's very cool, man. So in contempt of court, I learned about that. <laughs> and, uh, and for people who, you know, yo, if you just love destiny that crazy game that gas hates and always gives me slander oh um, <laughs> i got the last word with my homie man ebontis man so we still been doing that we got we brought in ty guy travis from ign so we're we, we three musketeers now uh -huh. we just had all uh, paul tassie it was a fantastic debate Dude. as far as the competitive pvp community come check that out just for the debate alone you need to come check that out <laughs> yeah, between yeah. the super sweaty guys versus the casual guys <laughs> It's that last but not least, Lords of Gaming got me at the home team. And again, much love, guys. When you threw up the bad signal, you know I try to make it when I can. This is a fantastic I show. I always love doing it when I have time. Thank you so much, honestly. I'm very, 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 very grateful. And I don't think my quick fire DMs or messages they belie the depth of how much I'm grateful. And the same goes to you, Mike. Mike. You're part of kind of funny xcast we started a year ago we're tiny and you've taken the time both of you gents but especially you as well mike coming with your debut here today paris as well always supporting chat shout out to colt um Woo! and as well in the chat <laughs> brother from oh. another mother thank you so much but mike i hope you had a great time on the show you definitely brought the source we should do a fusion dance uh, dragon ball z style because there's definite synergy there and tell people please where they can find you what's in store for you in the future because i know there are things in the works 
Oh, we got a lot going on, but let's first start off. Hey, you two. Thanks so much for having me on today. This has been a blast for a Saturday afternoon, truly and honestly. And that's something that is the power of gaming in this industry that we're in mm. as podcasters, as influencers, as games media is getting to know one each other and share these moments together in this this afternoon, this podcast. And this moment, hopefully, will be a great first step into our friendships. And I want you to know that it means the mm. world to me. And, you know, having Cog here really is that comfort factor, Cog. I, I saw your name and I was like, you know what? I'm ready to do this podcast. And as a quote unquote newbie rookie in the industry, it is really, really cool to make these connections and share these moments yeah. with people. Gaming brings us together and that's what it's all about. They see Colt in the chat, Paris, Ooh. I'll talk about Rand and Jez out there, Miles, and there's so many others that, wow. you know, through gaming I've gotten to talk with and be a part of. So first off, you two, thanks for having me on. You guys are really insightful. You brought the energy, you brought the sauce, you brought the balance which is exactly what I needed always. But uh, <laughs> as for me, of course, it's your guy, Snowbike Mike. You can find me on all social media platforms at Snowbike Mike. I'm always streaming each and every weeknight and weekend at twitch.tv slash Snowbike Mike. But of course, we got to go out there and tell you all about Kind of Funny because Kind of Funny is an awesome team that you got to know about. If you love video games, if you love entertainment, Kind of Funny has your back. You can be caught up with all of the news you need to know about in the video game space each and every weekday with Kind of Funny Games Daily, where Greg Miller helms that alongside Blessing Eddie Oye Jr. and so many awesome, incredibly talented people. You have the PSI Love You XOXO podcast Ooh. all about PlayStation, the Games cast with Tim Geddes, and of course, the Kind of Funny X cast. If you love Xbox, hang out with me, Gary, and Paris each and every Friday. We'll tell you all about it. And then, of course, as we move forward, the big thing is January. Kind of funny day in January will be the kickoff of our brand new state of the state of the art, top of the line studio that is really going to shake up the gaming world. We're so excited to show this off. And uh, this team has put a lot of blood, sweat and tears into this. This is something that from 2015, when they created it, they've grown from just four dudes in the spare bedroom all the way to 11 plus full time employees and a huge studio that we cannot wait to show off. So I'm happy to be a part of that team and uh, I'm excited as all can be have some fun with all of you so thanks for having me on thanks for inviting me into your your homes and uh i can't wait to see you again likewise man thank you so much i definitely hyped about to see what this studio looks like you better do an mtv crib style kind of like <laughs> oh they will oh we will it's right <laughs> oh yeah that's sick that's sick asa thank you for joining us <laughs> <Asa>. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, i hope you had a good time as well asa i don't know why do i do this like your third party you're a co-host talk, talk to me did you have fun on the show I said I was just ignoring you all playing Halo until, until the end of it. So I think it, I think it went all right. You sounded like you were all having fun over there. You sounded. <laughs> no, that was great. These two have, have, have carried it like really good, easy, flowing conversation. Awesome. Opinions like there's there's some intelligence going around the room. It's uh, it's good to hear. So yeah, yeah it's great Saturday. Thanks both. <laughs> not guys, no. <laughs> <laughs> i'm here for the source that's fine that's fine uh, but yeah i leave the intelligence to you um but thank you so much everyone for joining please hit that like button and share it out i'm thank grateful for everyone turning up please check out gameondaily.com this is the website where all the gaming news from multiple sources is in one place for you so please do check that out thank you so much please hit that like and subscribe button check us out on spotify after the fact and apple play and hopefully see you next week. And the source is being worked. I saw it in the chat. It's coming. It's coming. Peace out.